0: Connection card. Action card. You know, Kevin mentioned that our theme this um, this month is to breathe in the view. Breathe in the view. You know, when someone says that, breathe in the view, take in that view, they're usually looking at something that is just awe-inspiring. Right? I mean that's when you hear that. You know, I mean you don't. I guess you could say breathe in the view if you were at a landfill, but that just doesn't seem right. doesn't seem right. You don't want to be breathing in or maybe even looking at that. But last week, one of my teachers and friends, Wanda Gale, was visiting with us from Alabama. And this was her 50th state. This was her 50th state. So this was a a bucket list uh, item, a place for her to go to. And we heard this. This was something that we said. As Kevin played tour guide and and took us along and showed us this and that, and we visited different places around Rhode Island, there was like, oh, look at that view. We went to Beaver Tail, we went down there, and just, I mean, trying to stand upright, the wind was just blowing, and I think the tide was coming in. And so there was spray and wind, and it was cold, but it was still. We just had to pause and try to find a way in order to breathe in that view, to take it in. And similarly, it is with our appreciation of life and not just what we're seeing with our eyes, but when we pause and take a look at, at how far we've come. I mean, that's one of the purposes of Thanksgiving, That's what we're actually talking about this month, is is really making space for us to acknowledge where we're at and and the journey that we have traveled thus far. We can be so hard on ourselves. We can be so hard on ourselves and forget the, 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 the distance that we've traveled. One of the reasons is because we we look forward and, and we do want to hold that space. In a center for spiritual living, we practice living by vision rather than circumstances. So we're always looking forward. What's my intention? What is calling me? What is seeking to emerge? What is love seeking to demonstrate in the world by means of me? This we practice and we keep at the forefront but we can forget how far we've come because we're always raising the bar. (laughs) And so it's important. It's important to practice as well, looking back and say, this is where I've come from. And oh, if you know how far I've traveled. (laughs) You know, actually, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is this coming Thursday, at least Thanksgiving as a holiday that we practice here in the United States. Because, you know, our, our, our neighbors north of the border, you know, Thanksgiving is not this coming Thursday. But, you know, in 1863, when Sarah Hale convinced Abraham Lincoln to make it a holiday, to declare it a national day of Thanksgiving, the intention was because times were so hard and difficult. It was a backdrop of, of, of brother against brother, families against families, ideologies against ideologies. The country was split. And maybe through finding something to be grateful for, we could take our eyes off of our separation and our division in order to, to transcend it to transcend the, the circumstances, to transcend what seemed like separation. Thanksgiving, giving thanks, practicing gratitude has that power. You know, I think of every time that I hear the word Thanksgiving or even during the holiday, it reminds me of the verse from the Bible, in all things give thanks. How many have heard this? How many of you practice this? <laughs> or try? <laughs> or try. It could be difficult. It could be difficult to, to um, give thanks in all things. I mean, there are many reasons to practice gratitude. I mean, scientifically, we know this. We know that it, it's, it does a body good. We know that it it boosts the immune system when you practice gratitude, when you're intentional with it. It improves relationships. It just feels good. It feels better to be grateful and to be talking about, oh, breathe in the view. Isn't that wonderful? That just feels better than, oh, Oh, God, I got a whole long day before bedtime again. (laughs) I want to explore this idea of giving thanks in all things. How how is it that we can practice that? How can we practice that in our lives? I mean, it is so much easier to celebrate when things are going well. Right? I mean, you don't have to find. You don't have to find reasons to celebrate. But what do you do when maybe ah, things aren't looking that good? Or you can't find a lot to be thankful for maybe there is more month left over when the money runs out you know what I'm talking about? you ever been there you might be there now the money runs out and there's still month left over or maybe there's a pain or a diagnosis that's hanging over your head And it'd be like, life would be just so great if that wasn't just in my face. How do you give thanks when when you've been wronged by another? Someone's done you wrong. Oh, and they they won't admit it. (laughs) They won't take responsibility for what they did. Or maybe not even you. How can you give thanks when you see others wronging others? And we can find all sorts of we can find all sorts of reasons. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's possible. And that's the challenge. That's where the growth occurs. The growth occurs when we lean into our growing edge. Isn't that where the growth happens? I mean, when you go to the gym, think about it. when you go to the gym, if it was oh, you know I left it to the two-pound weights) <laughs> Oh, look at me, I'm working out. Oh, I'm just I'm just exercising. You know? If I told my doctor, if I told my doctor, oh yeah, I, I walk every day. I, I walk to the refrigerator and back. And I'm getting my steps in there's no, there's no growth in that. There's no expansion in that. There's no development in that. So give thanks and all thanks. <laughs> ah, yeah, so here is our growing edge, to give thanks in all things even when it looks like things aren't working out you know, human nature is is funny when things are working out Uh, you know, maybe let me just speak for myself (laughs) but I find it easy to, when things are looking good, the, the sort of like maybe, you know I'm responsible for that. Maybe I could find a way to to get credit for it. Is it just me? Am I the only one? It's just like, yeah, it reflects good on me. But when things aren't working out, hmm, who can I blame for this? Who's responsible for that? You see, the opposite of giving thanks or gratitude I mean, I can think of a few opposites. But, you know, how, you know, blame. Let's see here. Gratitude, giving thanks, blame. Yeah, I would say those are opposite. Criticism. Complaining. I just named three things that are not giving thanks complaining, criticizing, blame. Those are three three things or three practices that if if we catch ourselves doing that, then we can know then we're not giving thanks at that time. And so in case you were wondering in case you were wondering. But you know rather than blaming, rather than criticizing, rather than than judging You know, Jesus explained and all the spiritual teachers, all the masters have said it in just a different way on why life shows up the way that it does. If we're looking for a reason, it's done to us as we believe. So I might want to take credit for when things are working out and blame someone when things aren't working out. At the end of the day, my experience in life is a result of what? My beliefs. It's a result of my consciousness. It's a result of how I am using my mind. And understanding this and knowing this, knowing that there is a law and principle at work, and that's what I'm going to get to through in the message this morning, can empower us to transcend and to look above who to blame, who to get, who to give credit for. But to know that there's a higher principle operating, and on that I can give thanks, knowing that there's something higher than the circumstances. There any gardeners in here? Any gardeners? Let me see your hands. Oh, and you can help me out if I'm wrong. You can help me out, but. But if you were tending a garden, I know Elaine. You could you could tell me about that. I know Elaine is a gardener. You follow her on Facebook. And I mean, uh, during the spring, you see all sorts of things blooming. Huh? On. But but if Elaine were to plant in her garden, tulips, would we? Would I mean? Do you think she would have any question going on as to whether? Oh, maybe Oprah is going to show up. <laughs> Let me ask Elaine. Elaine, are you worried? Oh, she stuck her tongue out. Are you worried about okra coming off if you're planting tulips? Not for my tulip ball. That's right. You're not going to get okra. I love okra, by the way. So uh, this is why I picked it because it wouldn't be a challenge for me. Um, <laughs> a gardener isn't worried about getting some different results from what they plant into, the, into their garden. And they aren't surprised when the tulips actually come up. There's the expectation. There's the expectancy. That's how the law works. This is an example of how the law works. What you put into the soil, it is sprouted, it germinates, and it bears fruit. We reap what we sow. Our consciousness and how we use it is exactly like that garden. It's exactly like that garden. We have to cultivate it. We have to tend to it. We have to maybe straighten, straighten out the rows. We might even have to pull out some weeds. Why do you have to pull out some weeds? Because while there will be some, and I mean, I, I, you know, don't don't tell anybody this outside of this room even though this is on Facebook, and welcome everyone who's joining us. Um, I'm of a school that we're 100% responsible for what we experience. And we may have to make some effort. Some of what we're experiencing is, 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 is unconscious. We're not conscious when it's going up, going on. And we may be suffering and we may be hurting and go, oh, you know. (laughs) There'll be someone that says, oh, everything that happens to your life, you created that. I don't know. I can't prove that. I can't prove that. Because I've had things show up in my life that I really, it was a surprise to me. But what goes on in me in response to that, I can do something about that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a a tendency sometimes in New Thought to, to almost blame someone who's suffering, to make them the guilty party. Oh, I got this diagnosis, and they're just like, oh, I wonder what was in her consciousness. (laughs) what (laughs) Ernest Holmes says that he says no one no one is thinking oh I want to get sick no one is thinking oh I want to lose my job or I want my partner to leave me no one's thinking that So, so give yourself some space give yourself some space around that whatever it was that got you here this is the moment Stop spending time trying to figure out how did I create this? Rather, what am I, what's in my garden right now and what am I going to do with it? What is called for me to do around this? How can I tend to this garden? So what does that to be about being thankful in all things? Well, this is how we can be thankful. This is how we can be thankful. We, in every moment, have the ability to plant new. We can plant new seeds into our garden. And when we're conscious and aware of what's going on in our circumstances, and that's why we engage in spiritual practices, it isn't to make you holy enough in order for the good stuff to show up. It's, it's in order to for you to... Practice and step into the wholeness that is already the truth of who you are to awaken to the, to the beauty that is already here. You know, oh, you know, it's, it's if I pray and meditate some more, then maybe I will, um, a, a check will magically show up in my mailbox. You see, this is all magical thinking. Hocus pocus. It's about practical this is one of the things why I'm a religious scientist. It's about practical spirituality and how can I use my mind in order to, to live my life right here in this moment and to grow through this. We're the ones that do the planting and guess what? the, the law responds. Life responds. The soil responds and it doesn't have any judgment. It's not judging. It's not going, oh, you're not good enough. You're not, you're not (laughs) pure enough. The farmer planting the seeds, I mean, their hands might be dirty. Oh, your hands aren't clean enough. I'm not going to give you tulips. (laughs) And here's the thing: when we're planting something into uh, into the garden, if something comes up that we don't like, what can we do? Rip it out, weed it out. Yes, we can change it. And all things give thanks. Knowing that we are working with a principle that responds to our thought and responds to our consciousness empowers us in order to be grateful because even in the unwanted thing coming up and showing up, huh, isn't that interesting? I'm going to plant anew. It's feedback. It doesn't say, it doesn't speak about your worth. What shows up in your life isn't something to beat yourself up with if it doesn't feel good. And that's what we can do. What's wrong with me? Why isn't it working out? Oh, check what's going on in your consciousness right now. That is what to work with. If we're planting seeds of love, what do you think we can expect? Uh, Love in return. Yeah, love in return. Even love in the fact that we're planting them. Because in order to plant those seeds, who are we being? What are we being? We're being loved. If I'm holding off, they're just like, well, you know what? They don't deserve my love. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to wait for it to show up. I'm waiting for the love. What am I experiencing that? What I'm putting out there. You know, you don't have to close your eyes for this, but but imagine for a moment that you are in your favorite restaurant. I see some faces lighting up. <laughs> are they open for lunch? Maybe. What time is it? Let's... And you're sitting there at your table, and your server comes, and they come and take your order, and then they go and they go um, run off to the kitchen and go place the order. Are you sitting there thinking, well, I hope they know how to make this. Let me check. Oh, you are? If it's, if it's something you really want, you know, you might have, and if, the, and if they seem a little, you might have to go in there and help them. But we have trust that the kitchen knows how to deliver what it is that we, what the order that we put in. And all things give thanks. When I know that I am working with a principle and a law that I can use my consciousness and offer to life through my being, through my actions, through my words, through my attitudes, life becomes to me what I am to it. What I am planting into this law, it is responding. If I am loving, then I can expect love. If I'm withholding, then I can expect that there will be withholding. I'm experiencing withholding through my very being. And it's the same way. You know, Kevin and I, we used to go to this restaurant in Tampa. And I'll tell you what, I mean, he would order he would order the um, pasta Milano and I would get the scallopini di Polo. And I'll tell you, there wasn't any concern while we were sitting there. We weren't having conversation when we put our order in going... God, I hope they get this right. <laughs> the universe knows how to prepare the dish we've ordered. The specifics of, on placing an order and how to do that and, and how to consciously do that, well, that's, that's another topic for another time. But it's summoned to us as we believe. How can I give thanks in all things, even when times are hard and difficult? It is in knowing that there is something in me that is greater than this, that knows what to do and how to do it. And it is waiting for me to give it direction. You see, that's the thing. It's waiting for for me to place the order. And so for me to be complaining and criticizing, then all I'm clair- clearly speaking is just like I don't like what's here. I'm not putting in a new order, I'm not showing up in a way that's going to bring me what it is that I desire. So you know, some of you may not know this, but I was a software developer for I mean for a number of years. And this one company that I worked at, I was also doing tech support for. Our customers who bought our software, and I would also um, uh, I would service their software as well. And people um, may disagree, but computers do what they're programmed to do. <laughs> I know there are some of you in here that would argue that <laughs> computers do exactly what they're asked to do. When you Click on that icon, it's going to open up the program. But it doesn't on my computer. Well, you know, we'll have to have a conversation. Computers do what they're programmed to do. It runs the program that has been installed on that. But why is it that people expected it to do something different? I don't know. <laughs> the answer to our problems... The answer to our problems is through our use of the law. The problem that we're having is is a result of our relationship to the law. The garden knows how to produce what's been planted into it. The program, the computer runs the program that's been installed, that's been written and installed to run. The restaurant delivers what has been, the order that's been put in. How can I give thanks in all things? Is to know that I am working with a power and a presence that is greater than I am and it is seeking my good because it's seeking its good and I am in it and I am one with it and I am part of it. And it's just waiting for my intention and my desire. Knowing that I'm working with that law, this empowers me when I see things that aren't, that don't look good. It's a dish that I wouldn't eat. If they brought me, what would you do if you were at the restaurant and they brought you a dish that you didn't like, you didn't want? What would you do with it? You would send it back. Just like the, the, the plants, that came, the okra that came up, Adeline would rip it out. The computer program, if that's not the one, or it's it somehow got installed, a virus got installed on your computer, guess what? It's doing exactly what it was programmed to do. And if it's on your computer, you change it. How do I give thanks in all things? Is knowing that the conditions are just an effect. It's not cause. It only becomes cause in my life when I make it so. When I take that, when I take that effect... And then I bring to it my blame, my criticism, and I'm now going to make this a new cause. And guess what? Round and round we go, it becomes a vicious cycle. This is why we come together in in community. This is why we practice our spiritual practices. This is why we study, so that we can support each other in in breaking out of a vicious cycle of, I see something I don't like and I don't want, and then I'm going to focus on that. And then the universe goes, oh, more of that? Here you go. (laughs) But I didn't want that, and I still don't want it, and less of it. I want less of that, that that. You can't push up against something and not touch it. You can't touch you can't push up against something without having it, without possessing it. If it's not something you want to give thanks for, what do we need to do? Release it. Let it go. Stop pushing up against it and be that, be that, become that, that you want more of in your life. The gardener knows the soil will sprout and nourish the seeds they've planted. The restaurant fills the order that's been placed. The computer does what it's been programmed to do. Ernest Holmes said this, and I've already referred to it, but it's really what I talk about every Sunday in some way, shape, or form. There's a universe, there's a power in the universe greater than we are, and we can use it. We are using it. We are using it. That's how we get, that's why we can give thanks for all things because believe it or not, our experience of life is whose responsibility? It's, 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 it's ours. I can't think in your head. You can't think in mine. So if I can't give thanks, then what's for me to do? Get a new thought. Give life a new direction. Give it a new order. From the bottom of my heart, you're here this Thursday with whatever you're doing, whether you're with family of origin or family of choice, you know, my prayer for you is that that your Thanksgiving is blessed this year, that it's full of peace, free of incident, and that it be a a Thanksgiving where you truly give thanks. Not for the things. Not for the about the conditions. If that helps you, great. But it's knowing that in this moment, and in this one, and in this one, and this one, and this one, and this one that we can choose again. We can choose again. For that, we can be grateful. And be grateful this Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, all. Peace and love.